Hi, everyone. Susie O here. Just want to let all of you know that the certificates of deposit at Alliant Credit Union are now at, for a six-month CD, 5%, a 12- to 17-month CD, 5.15%, and an 18- to 23-month CD, 4.90%. And for those amounts of $75,000 or more, just add on 0.5% to those rates. Go to myalliant.com and check it out. Okay, Susie, are you ready for today's podcast? Oh, you bet I am, because I'm unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. I'm a buzzer with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. Mine's so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. I'm so confident. Yeah, I'm unstoppable today. August 27th, 2023. Welcome, everybody, to the Women in Money podcast, as well as everybody, and I do mean everybody, smart enough to listen. Today is Susie School. And for those of you who listened to last Sunday's podcast, which was a doozy, all right, you know that I said I would address this one question that came in that KT happened to choose to ask me on Ask KT and Susie anything. And I said, KT, that is one of the more complicated questions that you could possibly ask, but it needs to be answered, but it needs to be answered in great detail. So that is what we are doing right now. Last week, Joey wrote in with the question that said, I have an annuity in my IRA rollover that I am now ready to annuitize. Now, everybody, listen to me. Take out your Susie notebooks. You're going to need it for this one. When you hear me say a word such as annuity or annuitize, and you don't know what those words mean, just Google them and then write down the definition because that way you'll get used to looking up things that you don't know what they mean. So, I have an annuity in my IRA rollover that I am now getting ready to annuitize. I'm turning 73 next year, just like you, Susie. So, my question is, will those annuitization payments count towards my RMDs? And remember, RMDs stand for Required Minimum Distributions. I will get $500 a month from this annuity. I put $100,000 in my IRA in this annuity, and I have another $100,000 in that IRA invested in stocks. Now, that was her question. Now, as you may all know, RMDs, or required minimum distributions, go like this. Once you reach the age of 73, you've got to start taking money out of pre taxed retirement accounts, Roth IRAs, mm -mm, this doesn't apply to them. So out of pre-taxed retirement accounts and required minimum distributions that you take out, the amount is according to a specific formula based on your life expectancy. So as I said, I was going to address this today. So here we go. 
write this down. Joey said she had $100,000 in investments in an IRA. Put that on one line. She has $100,000 in an annuity, which is a contract with an insurance company, giving her $6,000 a year in income for the rest of her life. Now, because it's giving her that, obviously she has to pay taxes on it, but that is besides the point. So Joey and everybody, if you're in this situation, where you happen to have an annuity that you are going to annuitize, which means you are going to convert it from just simply earning interest to paying you a monthly income for the rest of your life. If you're in this situation and it's still going to be there when you are 73 years of age or older, when you have to start taking required minimum distributions, then you need to hear what I'm about to tell you. So Joey, the very first thing you need to do is you first need to go to the IRS Uniform Lifetime Table. Just Google that and it will come up. IRS Uniform Lifetime timetable. And it's there that you will find out what your life expectancy is at the age of 73. Your life expectancy is how much longer the IRS on this table expects you to live. Okay? Whether they're right or they're wrong, doesn't matter. That's what they dictate. Now, since I happen to be the same age as you, as you so politely called out in your email, when I looked it up, for me, it was at 73, my life expectancy was 26.5 years. That is how long we are expected to live. So, Joey, write down 26.5 years. And all of you should maybe pretend that you're Joey for this Susie School. Now, your next step normally, and notice that I said normally, and I'll explain why I said that in a bit, would be this. You need to look at what the end of this year's in 2023, what the end of this year's balances are going to be on all the money and investments in the IRA that is not in the annuity. So you said currently you had $100,000 in investments in an IRA. Let's just assume that at the end of this year, it's still exactly at $100,000. Why do I want you to look at this year's ending balance? It's because we aren't required to take our MDs till next year or 2024. So the IRS says you have to figure out what your RMDs are going to be based on the ending balance for 2023. Now, what you would do is you would divide that $100,000 that will be there, let's say, at the end of this year, 
by 26 and a half, which is what your life expectancy is in this example at the age of 73. And you would get approximately $3,774 and maybe a little bit of change. And that would be your RMD on that $100,000. However, the $100,000 in the annuity that was giving you $6,000 a year because you annuitized it, how do you figure out the RMDs on that? And the way the IRS used to do it is they just figured out that that $6,000 was your RMD. Just that simple. So in this case, you would have paid $3,774 on $100,000 that was in stocks, the ending balance of this year, and $6,000 because that's what the annuity paid you. So in total, you would have paid $9,774 in RMDs. But if you think about it, if you had all $200,000 in your IRA, not in an annuity, so I wouldn't suggest having annuities within an IRA if you're going to annuitize it. But anyway, if you had $200,000 in your IRA, not in an annuity, then if you looked at that, you would simply divide the $200,000 by 26.5, again, your life expectancy, and your RMDs would be $7,547 or $48, right around there. That happens to be $2,226 less than if you had $100,000 in an annuity, giving you $6,000 a year of income and $100,000 that had been invested in stocks or bonds or in a money market fund or anything like that. So that's not very fair if you think about it. That made absolutely no sense. So the SECURE Act 2.0 was supposedly supposed to change this. And the new rules simply went like this, where you add together the ending yearly balance of the money that was invested in your IRA and you add that to the ending valuation of the annuity, which just let's say in this case, if you added the two of them together, it would be $200,000. Let's just say that's true. And if you divided $200,000 by your life expectancy, which we already just did, your life expectancy of 26.5 years, all you would have to withdraw is $7,547, correct? We just did that. But now Secure 2.0, write this down, says that you can subtract your annuity payments, in this case, which are $6,000, from the $7,547 
that we figured out you owe in RMDs if all of it was worth $200,000. Once you subtract the $6,000 from the $7,547, that would make it so that all that you had to take out of your retirement account besides your annuity payments would be an additional $1,547. And that is all you would have to pay in RMDs. So why is it that I keep saying normally and I keep saying supposedly? And that is because it is so very, very sad that in the same way the rules for inherited IRAs that we talked about are so absolutely confusing and that they still haven't clarified them, they haven't clarified this rule of RMDs and annuities as well. For no one knows exactly what the right way to do an end-of-the-year evaluation on your annuity would happen to be. Like it's easy to look at the money that you have invested in stocks or whatever it may be, and you'll see at the end of the year, this is what it was worth. Your ending balance is right there on your statement. But for an annuity, especially one that has been annuitized, where money is coming out, even though they are supposed to tell you what your ending balance in that annuity is after you've taken out your annuity payments, half the insurance companies don't do it. They're not exactly sure how to figure it out. And there is so much confusion about this one thing, it's not even funny. So until Secure Act 2.0 issues guidelines on how to properly evaluate the ending balance of an annuitized annuity, no one knows for sure. And the only thing we can do is hope that they rule on this sooner than later. Now you know why I waited to answer this question in Susie's school. So what does this mean for most of you? How many times have I said to you, within a retirement account, it makes absolutely no sense in most cases to have an annuity, especially if you are going to annuitize it. I have said to you, it makes absolutely no sense to have a variable annuity within your retirement account. And so many of you think, oh, that's where I want to own the annuity. No, you don't. You are far better off if you are going to own an annuity. Sometimes they make sense and sometimes they do not. I've done many podcasts on this topic. But if you are going to own an annuity that you are going to annuitize to give you guaranteed monthly income, I don't necessarily have a problem with that at these high interest rates. However, do not do it within a retirement account, 
unless they really have made the laws clear. You would be far better off to do it outside of a retirement account with other money that you may happen to have. Just that simple, everybody. So I could go on and on, but I'm sure that your head is a spinning. Okay, I promise you, I won't give you another Susie School like I did last week or this week, even though these are things that are so important for you to know. You need to know it. It would be so great if you kept a little log of what each one of these Susie Schools is about when it pertains to your situation or it may pertain. And if you're listening to this and you're younger and you think this doesn't apply to you, it most certainly does. Didn't you learn last week when your parents or your grandparents or whoever it was didn't actually know the correct way to designate beneficiaries or how it really worked? How many of you were actually cut out of being able to easily inherit retirement money or you were cut out altogether of getting it at all? But if you had known what I taught you last week, maybe you could go to your parents or grandparents and say, can we just check this out so I can make sure that everything happens to be in order? And if they happen to say to you, what, you want me to die so you can get my money? And because sometimes they'll say that or they'll think that you just want to know because you want to get their money. Just say, grow up, right? You have to be a financial adult. I want to know. And if you want to know why I know, listen to that podcast that Susie Orman just did on what could go wrong when you don't know how to designate beneficiaries correctly. So take down the date. That was August 20th. Tell them to listen to the August 20th podcast and then make a date to talk to them and go over everything. Also, You may have parents or grandparents that are buying immediate annuities within their retirement accounts. You might want to have them listen to this podcast so they can understand the ramifications of what they are doing in regards to required minimum distributions. So until next Thursday with another Ask KT and Susie anything. And I'm so happy for KT that Spain won. But there's only one thing that I really want you to say every single day. And it is as follows today wherever I go, I will create a more joyful, peaceful, and loving world. And I promise you, if you do that, you will be unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. I'm a buzzer with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. Mine's so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. I'm so confident. Yeah, I'm unstoppable today. Unstoppable today. Unstoppable today, I'm unstoppable today. 
Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman is acting as a certified financial planner, advisor, a certified financial analyst, an economist, CPA, accountant, or lawyer. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman make any recommendations as to any specific securities or investments. All content contained in this podcast is for informational and general purposes only and does not constitute financial accounting or legal advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and financial advisors regarding your particular situation. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman accepts any responsibility for any losses which may arise from accessing or reliance on information in this podcast. And to the fullest extent permitted by law, we exclude all liability for loss, damages, direct or indirect, arising from the use of this information. The must-have documents discussed in this podcast are legal documents created by a lawyer and distributed by Hay House.